Hey, Caleb here. The Audacious Generosity Show with Kevin White. This is the podcast helping you prosper from God's guidance and provision in your everyday lives. On Friday, June 4th, Kevin will be sharing a powerful message from God's Word entitled God's Way of Others First. I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube, or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, June 4th. We'll see you there. That's right, Caleb. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your warm introduction. Welcome to the Audacious Generosity Podcast. I join Caleb and our entire team in thanking you for being a part of the show. If you are watching on YouTube, I am actually waving at you right now, and I'm so grateful to have you on the show. Please hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, let us get to know you as much as we want you to get to know us. I have a big announcement. I shared it last week. We're going to share it again this week. I need the biggest drum roll possible. And so I invite you to give me that drum roll wherever you are. If you're listening in your car, your office, don't let people think you're crazy, but give me a big drum roll because on June the 1st, Audacious Generosity Podcast is going to change into the Kevin White Show. Obviously, you know I'm passionate about audacious generosity. My first book is titled Audacious Generosity, but God continues to move with more messages that support that, and we are going to share this for years to come on The Kevin White Show. And so you're already in the audience You have first dibs on the Kevin White Show. You are seated on the front row, and I couldn't be more excited about that. Thank you so much. Join me June the 1st as we roll out the Kevin White Show. Now on to today's episode as I share with you excerpts from my friend Trey LaVorne as he shares an interview with me about my new book, but we talk about undone Redone by God. His show is titled Undone Redone. And so my story actually has components of being undone, but then redone by God. And I want to share a few excerpts with you from that podcast with Trey, interview with Trey. You're going to want to go over and catch the entire podcast on Trey's podcast, Undone Redone. Look at that wherever podcasts are made available. But let's dive into today's show. Trey, take it away. What was it, I guess, that allowed you to connect the dots that what you were experiencing in the present had a tie to some old stuff? And and what, what did that process maybe of healing look like for you? Yeah. So I'll try to fill in the blanks. Whenever I was 17, I really began to experience that transformation from the inside out. And I was called into the ministry and I went to Bible college in South Carolina and then started working for churches, even in college and graduated and went full time with a church and served in student ministry for seven years. And then I'm in the Raleigh, North Carolina area helping to start a church and in that day we the the church strategy for planning churches was from scratch and they really airdropped you and waved goodbye and said go and be fruitful and multiply and it was a difficult assignment but god really called us to it 
And we bled, sweat, and teared for this congregation three years into mm. it. There's about 100 people on average worshiping together, new believers. It was great in what God did in spite of me. But I really began to become a insane workaholic for God. Mm. I, uh, I remember really buying into the lie that if it is to be, it's up to me as far as a leadership principle. And I saw that verse, unless the Lord builds the house, they who labor, labor in vain. But I look back and the, really the biggest problem is I, I was pursuing the good things of God, but I wasn't really pursuing his presence. And I was too mm. busy in the Lord's work to really, really slow down. I mean, the Bible says, mm. be still and know that I am God. Well, I was anything mm. but still. And I remember crying out to God for power and for peace. I wanted the power of God in my life, but I wasn't pursuing his presence. And, and so I, my 40-hour-a-week became 50, became 60, became 70, became 80, 90. And I went months without sleep. I literally nearly killed my, myself, our marriage, our family, even this church, really trying no—, no no success was enough and just had to keep getting bigger and bigger. And it really unnerved the leaders of this young congregation to a place that we were in conflict together. And the, the, the form of government at that time was if you're in conflict, uh, we were advised then cast a vote and decide what you want to do. And I was fired as pastor. I'm living in a church owned home. And, and, and so I found myself a month later, just so angry. I felt so mm-hmm. betrayed by God. I felt betrayed by the people that I had been serving so passionately and, di- and, and with my heart for the last three years. And then they would just fire me like that. And mm-hmm. so I went to a workshop on biblical forgiveness and and they, it was very practical. They really taught what forgiveness is as far as it is agreeing to live with the consequences. It is agreeing not to seek revenge. And it is a choice to forgive. And that's mm. what God has done for us. And that's what we must do for others. And so we prayed a very practical prayer. Holy Spirit, show me who has caused me to feel fear, rejected, and insignificant and so obviously a lot of names started coming from this church Mm -hmm. but then there was my father myself and false expectations toward god they explained that god doesn't sin we can't really technically forgive him but we we do need to process and release him Mm -hmm. from false expectations and i was accusing him of betraying me now he doesn't Mm -hmm. sin and betray us but it sure felt like it and i had to i had to process that in prayer and those were the three biggest most impactful parts of prayer. There was like 37 of all these people that voted against me, but the most impactful were forgiving my dad. And so, so to answer your question, God allowed a very modern day conflict to come into a crisis that then forced me to deal with wounds Mm. from my past. And it wasn't Mm. until that train wreck that I really began to understand that there's root the stronghold of rejection had been there the whole mm. time. And, and subconsciously, I'm a 30-year-old child of God, gospel minister, seeking mm-hmm. to prove to my dad I can't amount to something. 
because of him yeah. screaming, you'll never amount to anything. And, yeah. and so I was in bondage to the fear of failure. And it was literally about to drive me crazy, my, our marriage, our family, the church. And, and so I went into that time of prayer, an angry man, and I came out mm. free. And that was the wow. first time, 30 years on planet Earth, the first time that I began to see mm. what life was like without rejection chasing you mm. every decision you make. Every day you wake up, chase, rejection sitting there. And I began to, for the first time in my life, began to realize what the New Testament really teaches about being alive in Christ. That in Christ, our original identity has been restored to us, and we are significant not because of anything we do, but all because of what Christ has done. So it can't be taken away. And the same with re acceptance and the same with our security and i was so insecure like when they began to the leaders began to talk about my messages or the length of the sermon i took it all personal and it was all i felt like they were attacking me and and it was just insecurity rising up as a result of the wounds of my past hey it's caleb kevin will be right back I invite you to visit KevinWhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's book, Audacious Generosity, is an international bestseller. Audacious Generosity is available in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook at KevinWhite.us and worldwide everywhere books are sold. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin loves to help people prosper from God's guidance and provisions. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Schedule Kevin today at kevinwhite.us. Hey, it's Caleb. Make sure to visit globalhopeindia.org and join thousands of people who pray, give, and go. Global Hope India has over 20 years of missions experience in India. Now everyone can go to India virtually on one of GHI's virtual mission teams. Over 1 billion people in India have never held a Bible. Most people in India lack access to even know about Jesus. Join Global Hope India in changing that. Go to globalhopeindia.org today to pray, give, Go. Okay, now back to the show. Well, it's such a familiar theme of the story of how God undoes us and then he redoes us. Um, yeah. Sounds familiar to our, our, our ministry, <laughs> certainly the story that we've lived as well. And we've heard this theme over and over. You know, we work so hard to keep things clean and neat and buttoned up tight and looking good and perfect. Mm -hmm. And I spent, it sounds like maybe you can relate to this too. I spent so many years. I also started preaching when I was a teenager, started at 15. And mm -hmm. so a lot of performance and, you know, that whole validation by what we do, but spent a lot of years justifying, even spiritualizing some of the mask wearing and the cover up and the working myself to death because I thought, well, I've got to be a good witness for God and I can't, I got to cover all this junk up and I got to show you know, lead with my strength. And, you know, what I found is God wasn't so interested in protecting his reputation. He didn't need me to protect his reputation. He was mm -hmm. more about 
exploding what needed to be exploded in my life so that there could be an opportunity to discover true freedom on the other side, because the bondage you're describing, I think a lot of our listeners can relate to Mm -hmm. because there's never enough. There's always something else to do. And then also the comparison with others, Mm -hmm. right? Other pastors or other Christian leaders. And then there's that layer of this and, and our significance when it's based on what we do, it's, it's a never ending, um, you know, whole of insecurity often. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. And just the, you know, it's, it's a painful journey, but how, how did that at 30, it sounds like kind of the scales were off mm-hmm. um, and now something new. So what, what happened, I guess, after that experience you're living or were living in a church owned home, mm-hmm. you go to this um, forgiveness seminar and you have this, um, you know, life altering experience. So, and then life is perfect and great ever since, right? <laughs> no, not necessarily, um, <laughs> but it has been abundant, and that's that's yeah. a big difference. I do share that there's really two halves of my life, the, mm. the before forgiveness and the after forgiveness, mm. and I'm grateful that, for that undoing that, you, that we just des- described there. Thank you for listening to the Audacious Generosity Show with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of audacious generosity from God, remembering the true generosity of God from John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus.